Hello guys, welcome to Daytime Kim Podcast. I am your regular host, Kim, and I'm so happy to be here to record again. So, um, just to jump right in, like, just directly into the whole thing. So, I had to take this um, break from podcasting. I think I had to, at some point, ask myself what was wrong with me, but it's, it's just... I don't know, I'm still trying to figure it out, you know? Like, I know this is what I'm passionate about. Like, honestly, I love to talk. Sometimes when I'm my friends and I just have this humor, when I'm just trying to like make a statement or crack jokes or my reaction to certain things and everybody like, yo, Kim, oh my God, you're so funny and all. And I won't lie, I just try to be as real as I can as much as possible because i feel like this is me i enjoy humor i enjoy making people laugh i love positive energy around me as much as possible and there are times where sometimes bad energy can just be like hanging here and down thin thread and you just like shush carry like your cup like your broom and then clean the whole cobweb since the trend, trend is so thin so get the bad energy out of the atmosphere that kind of stuff but um this is having to do with so much you know i've had to uh do it like months of feeling disappointed you know this is me being honest on my own show about like certain parts of me that feels um, disappointed or insecure and it's i would say a lot of things today that might seem like contrary to what my first statement will be um first of all is i for the last part of june july and this is august two months no no proper recording of a podcast no like uh, uh, details I, I have podcasts to coming up snippets i have a special guest i i won't lie looking back i'm thankful for like the progress i'm not putting effort first of all i talked about how much i have done so little to um promote my podcast i do so little i think i try to as much as i can having like guests on my show you know like come talk about things stuff i feel like people should talk about and just create like conversation that you want to hear i want my my goal basically in podcasting or even broadcasting really I, if or when i say not if because this is like a, a thing in me that when i eventually go into broadcasting my dream is that i speak and then people find it relatable people find it comforting people find it like a place of humor a place of where you can listen to it and you enjoy listening to it you understand i don't want that kind of show that my friends are like ah, i just show my friends support that kind of thing no i want my friends to come and listen because they're like ah, i know my friend this is this is me having to listen to my friends thing it's quite it's quite i don't know why god wired us as human beings that a prophet is not recognized in his hometown you know but i have but that's to be frank i have a very few friends who genuinely and effortlessly appreciates me for the little I do. And it's one of the things I've been keeping going. But, you know, 
these friends have their lives these friends have things they are doing so they can't constantly keep listening to me and not because i'm not interesting you understand in their own case but it's it's different when you have a fan base who just enjoy what you do and they just want to just come listen to you and they don't want to just enjoy the things you do that's just the thing and for me i have been struggling with that in podcasting i have been struggling with trying to build a fan base i thought about like so much i don't advertise but i feel like consistently i've had two listeners three listeners but i always wanted to have like this fan base that find me relatable like ah this guy you i understand where he's coming from i know what he is trying to say that kind of thing and that has been it for me i'm feeling like ah what am I not doing right? I understand this advertising, but I always want to be my niche. And I want to grow my audience organically. I don't want to do the whole sponsored ads, putting your things on people's faces. Find me. Is uh, okay, I, I understand that this point where you put yourself out. Yeah, putting myself out, like you find me and then you enjoy me naturally you're like yo i find you so relatable i find you so understanding i find you to be someone that um is someone i can really 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 talk to you know and that has been it but at the same time i have been dealing with a lot of emotional stress i mean my work takes like 8 30 to 5 of my day from Monday to Friday, work and come weekends, and it's because of the nature of my work. I work with travels, so travels um, has a lot of stress. Clients can call me anytime, bookings and all, so you can come in anytime. So sometimes backlog of work can still come to me, and you know, like this is work. That like this is being me being frank. When you're in a place of employability. Um, very few people find it as a place of satisfaction but like me who know who knows like my place of specialty or my place of interest you know and having a business at the side you know and by the way i started a page called historical crave like historical crave let me put it in nigerian way historical crave so the essence of historical crave is just like to create uh, like a platform, like an influencers platform. I see people on Twitter do it, like create threads or fun facts or find mind blowing fun facts, you know, about places, people, events in history. And I study history at degree level and I never intended to study history, but then I got to study history and then over time, I've, I grew to find the course interesting. I grew to understand that, okay, this is it, this is that, and why I should actually enjoy it. And I, that, that, that has been it for me, you know? So I just felt like, oh, I have, I, I have a BA in history, Bachelor's of Art, uh, Bachelor's of Art in History and International Studies. Why can't I just uh, create like a page that's about historical facts, facts, contemporary issues, information then probably build the brand and then start uh, advertising for platforms so that people can actually have like tools and niche and audience you know and i'm someone that likes um, to multitask to juggle but i like it when i'm in control of my space and i feel like work employability puts me in that place where i'm just caged i used to like it i won't like at some point i used to like employability i love the fact that um i can just um 
juggle to do like um, the nine to five because typically you just you feel like it's one of those things you have to do so honestly I oh, it was one of my dreams my desire and when it came it wasn't what I was thinking it would be and with time I got to discover myself more I got to find things that I was interested in more and because of time it's this conflict of time and resources and I won't lie I am exhausted I am overwhelmed I am dealing with so much sometimes I I let because of the fact that I'm not in control of this piece you understand so I have to like put myself out as much as I can and at the same time me being in a place where my own interest is being um, put aside I have to put my business yard plug aside I have to put it quickly aside because I'm trying like to build myself and all not to make it sound as if it's like a bad place you understand but it's because I want to be in a place where I'm in charge it mentally puts me in this place of knowing what to do so even when stress comes I know how to channel my energies I know where to like hibernate a little bit so that I can refresh, be refreshed and get my energies back so I can continue doing what I'm doing you know but it's been annoying it's been emotionally stressful and just to add to the fact that my country Nigeria doesn't even make things easy for us like the system fights us so I want to sometimes the, the system is it's quite hard it's Nigeria's issue is complex is quite um, peculiar it's peculiar in the sense that we have a problem the system entirely is crashing it's failing you understand and to think that even a large part of people do not even want a change themselves you understand we are so used to having problems that our leaders come lie to us our leaders come ridicule us like imagine even foreign direct investments are gradually getting to withdraw that's one two businesses that trade in nigeria are beginning to complain i mean like i work in travels turkish airlines has withdrawn uh, it's using of our platforms um, GDS platform we use that pays in Naira um, Emirates wants to reduce that flight out to cancel stop flying to Nigeria entirely and the IATA has claimed has stated that Niger- the Nigerian government owes airlines I mean making them run like over like in billions of dollars I mean millions of dollars that, that, that run at loss from and you know like typically airlines make a lot of money from places like Nigeria because Nigeria has a market we have population in one of the things that um, is quite peculiar about Nigeria that I love so much is the fact that our population is in Africa is the biggest I would say almost I'm not, not compared with like and, and then so much that um, only foreign direct investors or or I would say um, foreign businesses here and a few or a number of Nigerian businesses, indigenous owned businesses that understand the market and they try to like build like things that or systems or structures that will work. Sometimes the government just tries to like, ah, this person is doing well, let me come and find the person and just like create a lot of problems. So or a lot of things, like a country like China or India have discovered the human resource that they have and they utilize it in terms of markets for that products or services or even using 
the citizens or people in country as a means of human labor which is very efficient to produce the energies or resources they need to run the country. In my country, it's the direct is retrogressive in terms of development, in terms of the, go the, the government spending so much, in terms of they're not even spending so much. They're just trying to just use us to catch crews, you know, trying to... I don't know how a government wants us to, like, literally... I, I, I honestly think Nigerian, the Nigerian government, this current administration wants us to carry our plate like our plates like beggars and being asked rock every single day begging them and they were dropping plates. You have your own share. You have your own share. The government is ignorant of development. The government is uh, ignorant of people, the, the, the country's development, human, economical, uh, educational, like just imagine the Nigerian federal system, uh, educational system has been on strike for gets into five months, six months, and <laughs> I don't want to go there. So the problem, I mean, like we have the, the back to what I was about, we have the um, Nigerian system factor that's fighting us in terms of like, you want to quit your job, you can't quit your job because, ah, you'll be depressed. I literally just have to work because I have to work. If I stay at home, my business doesn't sustain me so much. So I have to juggle between managing my business and then working. Trying to build your own niche, trying to like, like having to do the podcast, having to have a story cookie, running out to plug and still be an employee of an organization or a company, all just to like, and my money sources are, I never, I don't even know what to say, oh my god, but it's just been the ghetto, you know, it's just been the ghetto. And I keep praying for every Nigerian out there that's going through this, like how they even cope, and we pray for better days to come, hopefully, with time. We pray that we get to make good choices that will help ourselves, like as, as citizens of the country. But at the same time, in the midst of this um, lamentation I've actually just ex uh, expressed, I have a friend, right? So my friend apparently has kidney failure. The moment I, the, the moment I was told he had kidney failure, I was in shock. I was traumatized for days. I couldn't sleep for days. I was not myself. Because we know how the health system in Nigeria is toxic. I mean, like, it doesn't even help you get better as such. It's a miracle if anybody survives kidney failure in this country. Like, having, like, in, unlike in, like, in the UK, that the healthcare system is so good that they could even help with dialysis or they can even help your health, like, your state of health be improved that even if you are having such a chronic uh, state of health you being in such a chronic state of health um, you are fine you're being taken care of the, the health system favors you it takes you to ensure that you are taking i mean and i hear americans complain about i don't i don't understand i don't get the because Probably because I'm not in their country, I don't know what it is, but I'm like, <laughs> if the typical America comes to Nigeria or understands our healthcare system, it's the shit, it's the bullshit, it's a mess, it's toxic, it's, <clears throat> I can't even describe how Nigerian healthcare system, but not to, like, to go back to my essence, the essence I want to talk about, right? So, um, my friend has been in the state, you know, 
and I was thinking in my mind, I was like, yo, I have to be preparing for him to get better. At the same time, I was like, am I even at this point? And I should be thankful in the midst of what I'm going through. How to be optimistic, how to be positive in the midst of all this has been hard, but this gives me that like, oh my God, oh my God. It's a lot to do it, you know? And um, we pray for better days for him, honestly. We pray he gets better. I pray for a miracle to happen for him because, I mean, like, kidney transplant uh, costs a fortune. Who's a donor? Uh, we pray that it just gets better, honestly, for him. It's been so much, honestly. We pray for him. Yeah. So, um, I was just listening to Jill Scott's um, song, very beautiful song. It's. One of from her third studio album, The Real Thing Jill Scott, um, Volume 3, Words and Sound, it says how it makes you feel, how it make how it makes you feel. Um, the song actually is about um, like if someone was gone, how would it make you feel? You know. It's a love song by the way, it's not it's, this is outside my friend's story now. This is my, me talking about like how you feel if I was gone. If I wasn't there anymore, how would you feel? Would you meet me? Would you say, ah, this guy is just gone. Ah, thank God. Then it gets gone. You can finally get some rest, you know. But I'm just, that's like, that's just like my thoughts for the last part of this this podcast. Um, How would you feel, how do you feel people feel when you are gone? When you're no more, when you're not there, when you're not serving the love you you met you you ought to serve relationship is is over um you are not at the place where you've always been you've been serving like it's it's a lot of words like so few but yet so much i would say like in different aspects different different aspects of life how would people around you feel when you aren't there to fill this gap so Kazi, thank you so much for listening to my podcast until i call your way next time please feedbacks kimoski gang at gmail.com thank you so much Hello guys, welcome to Daytime Kim Podcast. I am your regular host, Kim, and I'm so happy to be here to record again. So, um, just to jump right in, like, just directly into the whole thing. So, I had to take this um, break from podcasting. I think I had to, at some point, ask myself what was wrong with me, but it's, it's just... I don't know, I'm still trying to figure it out, you know? Like, I know this is what I'm passionate about. Like, honestly, I love to talk. Sometimes when I'm my friends and I just have this humor, when I'm just trying to like make a statement or crack jokes or my reaction to certain things and everybody like, yo, Kim, oh my God, you're so funny and all. And I won't lie, I just try to be as real as I can as much as possible because i feel like this is me i enjoy humor i enjoy 
making people laugh. I love positive energy around me as much as possible. And there are times where sometimes bad energy can just be like hanging here and there on think thread and you just like shush, carry like your cup like your broom and then clean the whole cobweb since the thread is so thin so get the bad energy out of the atmosphere that kind of stuff but um this is having to do with so much you know i've had to uh do it like months of feeling disappointed you know this is me being honest on my own show about like certain parts of me that feels um, disappointed or insecure and it's I would say a lot of things today that might seem like contrary to what my first statement will be um, first of all is I for the last part of June July and this is August two months no no proper recording of a podcast no like uh, uh, details uh, I have podcasts so coming up snippets I have a special guest. I I won't lie. Looking back, I'm thankful for like the progress. I'm not putting effort. First of all, I talked about how much I have done so little to um, promote my podcast. I do so little. I think I try to as much as I can having like guests on my show. You know, like come talk about things, stuff I feel like people should talk about, and just create. Like conversation that you want to hear I want my, my goal basically in podcasting or even broadcasting if, if or when I not if because this is like a, a thing in me that when I eventually go into broadcasting my dream is that I speak and then people find it relatable people find it comforting people find it like a place of humor a place of where you can listen to it and you enjoy listening to it you understand i don't want that kind of show that my friends are like ah, i just threw my friends support that kind of thing no i want my friends to come and listen because they're like ah, i know my friend this is this is me having to listen to my friends thing it's quite it's quite i don't know why god wired us as human beings that a prophet is not recognized in his hometown you know but i have but that's to be frank i have a very few friends who genuinely and effortlessly appreciates me for the little I do and it's one of the things I've been keeping going but you know these friends have their lives these friends have things they are doing so they can't constantly keep listening to me and not because I'm not interesting you understand in their own case but it's it's different when you have a fan base who just enjoy what you do and they just want to just come listen to you and they don't want to just enjoy the things you do that's just the thing and for me i have been struggling with that in podcasting i have been struggling with trying to build a fan base i thought about like so much i don't advertise but i feel like consistently i've had two listeners three listeners but i always wanted to have like this fan base that find me relatable like ah this guy you i understand where he's coming from i know what he is trying to say that kind of thing and that has been it for me i'm feeling like ah what am I not doing right? I understand this advertising, but I always want to be my niche. And I want to grow my audience organically. I don't want to do the whole sponsored ads, putting your opinion on people's faces. Find me. Is uh, okay, I understand like this point where you put yourself out. Yeah, putting myself out, like you find me and then you 
enjoy me naturally you're like yo i find you so relatable i find you so understanding i find you to be someone that um is someone i can really 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 talk to you know and that has been it but at the same time i have been dealing with a lot of emotional stress i mean my work takes like 8 30 to 5 of my day from Monday to Friday, work can come weekends, and it's because of the nature of my work. I work with travels, so travels um, has a lot of stress. Clients can call me anytime, bookings and all, so it can come in anytime. So sometimes backlog of work can still come to me, and you know, like this is work. That like this is being me being frank. When you're in a place of employability. Um, very few people find it as a place of satisfaction but like me who know who knows like my place of specialty or my place of interest you know and having a business at the side you know and by the way i started a page called historical crave like historical crave let me put it in nigerian way historical crave so the essence of historical crave is just like to create uh, like a platform, like an influencers platform. I see people on Twitter do it, like create threads or fun facts or find mind blowing fun facts, you know, about places, people, events in history. And I study history at degree level and I never intended to study history, but then I got to study history and then over time I've, i grew to find the course interesting i grew to understand that okay this is it this is that and why i should actually enjoy it and like that, that that has been it for me you know so i just felt like oh i have i, I have a ba in history bachelor's of art uh, bachelor's of art in history and international studies my hand i just uh, create like a page talks about historical facts facts contemporary issues information then probably build the brand and then start uh, advertising for platforms so that people can actually have like tools and niche and audience you know and i'm someone that likes um to multitask to juggle but i like it when i'm in control of my space and i feel like work employability puts me in that place where i'm just caged i used to like it i won't like at some point i used to like employability i love the fact that um I can just um, juggle to do like um, the nine to five because typically you just you feel like it's one of those things you have to do. So honestly, I oh, it was one of my dreams, my desire, and when it came, it wasn't what I was thinking it would be. And with time, I got to discover myself more. I got to find things I was interested in more. And the course of time, this this conflict of time and resources, and I won't lie, I am exhausted. I am overwhelmed. I am dealing with so much. Sometimes I, I let because of the fact that I'm not in control of this space. You understand? So I have to like put myself out as much as I can. And at the same time, me being in a place where my own interest is being um, put aside. I have to put my business yatel blog aside. I have to put it quickly aside because I'm trying like to build myself and all. Not to make it sound as if it's like a bad place, you understand, but it's because I want to be in a place where I'm in charge. It mentally puts me in this place of 
knowing what to do so even when stress comes i know how to channel my energies i know where to like hibernate a little bit so that i can refresh be refreshed and get my energies back so i can continue doing what i'm doing you know but it's been annoying it's been emotionally stressful and just to add to the fact that my country nigeria doesn't even make things easy for us like the system fights us so i want to sometimes the the system is it's quite hard it's nigeria's issue is complex it's quite um peculiar it's peculiar in the sense that we have a problem the system entirely is crashing it's failing you understand and to think that even a large part of people do not even want a change themselves you understand we are so used to having problems that our leaders come lie to us our leaders come ridicule us like imagine even foreign direct investments are gradually getting to withdraw that's one two businesses that trade in nigeria are beginning to complain i mean like i work in travels turkish airlines has withdrawn uh, it's using of our platforms um, GDS platform we use to book that pays in Naira um, Emirates wants to reduce that flight out to cancel stop flying to Nigeria entirely and the IATA has, claimed, has stated that Niger- the Nigerian government owes airlines I mean making them run like over like in billions of dollars I mean billions of dollars that, that, that running at loss from and you know like typically airlines make a lot of money from places like Nigeria because Nigeria has a market we have population and one of the things that um, is quite peculiar about Nigeria that I love so much is the fact that our population is in Africa is the biggest I would say almost I know not compare with like and, and then so much that um, only foreign direct invest- investors or or I would say um, foreign businesses here and a few or a number of Nigerian businesses, indigenous owned businesses that understand the market and they try to like build like things that or systems or structures that will work. Sometimes the government just try to like, ah, this person is doing well, let me come and find the person and just like create a lot of problems. So or a lot of things, like a country like China or India have discovered the human resource that they have and they utilize it in terms of market for that products or services or reusing the citizens or the people in the country as a means of human labor which is very efficient to produce the energies or resources they need to run the country. In my country, it's the direct is retrogressive in terms of development, in terms of the, go- the, the government spending so much in terms of they're not even spending so much they're just trying to just use us to catch crews you know trying to i don't know how a government wants us to like literally i i, I honestly think nigerian the nigerian government this current administration wants us to carry our plate like like these like beggars and being asked every single day begging them and they were dropping plates you have your own share you have your own share the government is ignorant of development the government is uh, ignorant of People, the, the country's development, human, economical, uh, educational, like just imagine the Nigerian federal system, uh, educational system has been on strike for getting to five months, six months, and <laughs> I don't want to go there, so 
the problem I, I mean like we have the back to what I was talking about we have the uh, Nigerian system factor that is fighting us in terms of like you want to quit your job you can't quit your job because ah you'll be depressed I literally just have to work because I have to work if I stay at home my business doesn't sustain me so much so I have to juggle between managing my business and then working trying to build your own niche trying to like I, I, having to do the podcast having to have a story cooking running out to plug and still be an employee of an organization or a company all just to like and my more resources are I never, I don't even know what to say oh my god but it's just been the ghetto you know it's just been the ghetto and I keep praying for every Nigerian out there that's going through this like how do you even cope and we pray for better days to come hopefully with time we pray that we get to make good choices that will help ourselves like as, as citizens of the country but at the same time in the midst of this um, lamentation I've actually just ex- uh, expressed I have a friend right so my friend apparently has kidney failure the moment I, the, the moment I was told he had kidney failure I was in shock I was traumatized for days. I couldn't sleep for days. I was not myself. Because we know how the health system in Nigeria is toxic. I mean, like, it doesn't even help you get better as such. It's a miracle if anybody survives kidney failure in this country. Like, having, like, in, unlike in, like, in the UK, that the healthcare system is so good that they could even help with dialysis or they can even help your health, like, your state of health be improved that even if you are having such a chronic uh, state of health you being in such a chronic state of health um, you are fine you're being taken care of the, the health system favors you it takes it to ensure that you are taking i mean and i hear americans complain about i don't i don't understand i don't get the because Probably because I'm not in their country, I don't know what it is, but I'm like, <laughs> if the Tilkan America comes to Nigeria or understands our healthcare system, it's the shit, it's the bullshit, it's a mess, it's toxic, it's, <clears throat> I can't even describe how Nigerian healthcare system, but not to, like, to go back to my essence, the essence I'm talking about, right? So, um, my friend has been in the state, you know, and I was thinking in my mind, I was like, yo, it ha- I have to be preparing for him to get better. At the same time, I was like, am I even at this point? And I should be thankful in the midst of what I'm going through. How to be optimistic, how to be positive in the midst of all this has been hard. But this gives me that like, oh my God, oh my God. It's a lot to do it, you know? And um, we pray for better days for him, honestly. We pray he gets better. We're praying for a miracle to happen for him because, I mean, like, kidney transplant uh, costs a fortune. Who's a donor? Uh, we pray that he just gets better, honestly, for him. It's been so much, honestly. We pray for him. Yeah. So, um, I was just listening to Jill Scott's um, song, very beautiful song. It's one of from her third studio album the real thing Jill Scott um, bottom three words at sound it says how it make you feel how it make how it make you feel um, the song actually is about um, like 
if someone was gone how would they make you feel you know it's a love song by the way it's not it's, this is outside my friend's story now this is my, me talking about like how will you feel if i was gone if i wasn't there anymore how will you feel will you meet me would you say ah this guy is just gone ah thank god the nigga's gone you can finally get some rest you know but i'm just that's like the, that's just like my thoughts for the last part of this, this podcast um how would you feel how do you feel people feel when you are gone when you're no more when you're not there when you're not serving the love you you meant you you ought to serve relationship is is over um you are not at the place where you've always been you've been serving like it's it's a lot of words like so few but yet so much i would say and like in different aspects different different aspects of life how would people around you feel when you aren't there to fill this gap so Tazi, thank you so much for listening to my podcast until i call your way next time please feedbacks kimoski gang at gmail.com thank you so much Thank you.